this Sights and Sounds. I'm your host, Alan Kiger, and what you're about to listen to was previously recorded for a radio interview. This is Alan Kiger with Sights and Sounds Promotions. Today, you're going to be listening to an interview I did with Joe Diffie back on 219 of 2019. This was an interview recorded originally for the Republican newspaper. But with uh, Joe's passing in March of 2020, I wanted to make sure that the listeners got to hear what Joe had to say. Joe had a great interview. Later, I had two other opportunities to get to see Joe and get to meet him. What, uh, this is kind of a weird question. I've never asked anybody, but what, what does a performer do when you get sick like that? Do you have to postpone all the shows, cancel? Uh, well, I think most of us go past the point we should and we probably should cancel because, uh, you know, you always want to perform at your, you know, your very best. And, uh, but, but, you know, you figure on the other hand, everybody's paid money for tickets. The promoters have done their thing, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And, uh, and you just uh, hate let anybody down, you know? So a lot of times you just kind of soldier through it, you know? That's uh, a pretty strong man. Cause you, I'm sure you give a pretty high energy concert. I can't <laughs> imagine getting up there with the lights and. Ah, dude. Yeah, it, it can be, it can be tough, but I mean, you know, there, there's worse things in life, but I mean, well, you know, for singers, uh, obviously we rely on our voices and, you know, folks on radio and whatever else. And, uh, you know, when it, you know, if I was, I don't know, if I was uh, uh, every day, you know, doing a regular job every day, I'd I, I just go to, go to work, you know. But uh, but anyway, you know, you just make do, do the best you can, and then hopefully it works out for you, you know. <laughs> okay, well, I'll get to my questions. I'll, I'll be as quick as I can for you so you don't have to talk too much. Um when, when you were a, a kid, who, who were your influences? Who was the people that said, hey, I, I want to go out and I want to sing? Uh, well, I mean, I, you know, I, I, I just, I, I listen to everything my, basically my parents listened to, you know. And, uh, of course, my dad was a real strong influence. He was, a, you know, he a self-taught musician and singer and uh, uh he uh, so he influenced me a lot, but I, you know, what what he listened to and liked was George Jones and Merle Haggard and Johnny Cash and all those that group of people, you know, and Conway Twitty and all these people. So I, I, I consequently loved him as well. So uh, those probably, you know, uh, those probably those people, Loretta Lynn and Dolly Parton, they probably influenced me, uh, you know, all all those ones I mentioned uh, as, as much as anybody. But I, you know, I, I stole licks from all of them that I could, you know. <laughs> Okay. Well, I've been watching a bunch of uh, YouTube videos trying to, you know, watch every interview that I saw you on. And I saw a, a Joe, ah, it was something where George Jones introduced you. And I think you were in Washington State uh, doing something. So uh, that, that's been a long time ago. This would have been, this would have been back in the mullet days. So. Oh, wow. Yeah, way back when. Uh, way back gosh, when. I don't even remember it. I, I mean, I'd remember it if I saw it, I guess. But, yeah, um, that's, uh, you know that, that the best part of you know what the, one of the best parts of the, doing what I've done for the last 25 whatever years is getting to meet those people that I that were heroes you know George Jones and Merle Haggard and Johnny Cash's it was just well what a thrill that is you know just getting to meet them and, and have them you know Merle Haggard like one time I walked in, I was going to introduce myself I said I reached out my hand and he goes hey Joe and I'm like Merle Haggard knows my name I cannot believe it. Pretty, pretty crazy, isn't it? <laughs> pretty cool. 
Uh, let me go to my uh, next question here. When, when did it, or what was it that made you decide to become a, a singer, songwriter? I just always loved singing, okay? So, I mean, I was in various bands, bluegrass bands, gospel groups, you know, whatever. I did that for a lot of years. I just did it because I loved it, and it was fun, and, I, you know, I love music. And uh, if you had asked me when I was younger, I would have told you I wanted to be a doctor. That's what I, that's what I was really interested in. And But, you know, life has its own way of guiding you down a path. And uh, so it just singing became more and more and more a part of, of my life and who I was so I just uh, it was probably when I got uh, I, I was I was 28 years old I got I had this job at a foundry in Oklahoma and I just got we, they laid us all off and shut the plant down so I was like well you know I might as well just go to Nashville and give that a shot so I did and luckily it worked out Great. Okay, I'm going to ask the standard questions here. Did I read this right, that you had 12 number one songs? That's correct, yeah. And one in Europe, so I count them as 13. Okay, <laughs> uh, yeah, that does count. Why what, not? <laughs> what, what, was the, what was the one in Europe? It was an obscure song that nobody would know. That I, it was kind of a weird deal. This guy from Europe named Peter Dula, uh, he was a, a big fan of mine, and he, and he actually wrote me a, a text me about, or contacted me uh, like on Facebook or something, and we got we got to corresponding. And he was he had a group that was pretty well known over the. He said, has since subsequently passed away from cancer, but uh, he uh, was just a man that just thrilled me if you could uh, you know if you could do a duet, and uh, and I was in between record deals, and I said, well, hey, sure. So you know via the internet. He sent me all the tracks to this song. Hell, I can't remember the name of it right off hand. Uh, but he sent me the tracks to it, and I sang it and sent it back to him. I didn't know he was going to put it out as a single or anything. And next thing I know, I, I had a number one song in Europe, and they were asking me to come to the European CMA Awards and all this stuff. Well, that's <laughs> pretty exciting. Like, yeah, uh, that's kind of cool. Did Peter I, Dula was, was, was his name. Yeah. Do you know how you spell his last name? I think it's D-U-L-A. Okay, well, that's how I've got it written. I'll look it up here. Yeah, yeah. Um, 12 number ones, one, one more in Europe. Did I see 10 more top 10 and then 10 more top 40? You know, I, I don't, honestly, I really don't know that, but, but probably something of that, of that nature. Okay. Yeah. Uh, gold records and platinum records. I've had a couple of platinums and a couple of golds, so yeah, okay. I, I think I, I think somebody somebody I've read, I, you know, I I can't verify any of this, but uh, I think I've read I've sold. I want to say I, 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 I probably, I'm probably way off on this. Seven million records. Well, that's what my research showed. So that was yeah. that was my next question that I was yeah. going to ask you. What's your favorite song to perform? Ships that don't come in. Ships that don't come in. I don't know why, I just, it's some, that song is really, a, I don't know what it is about it, but it affects people emotionally, and, and it does me as well, and that's why I recorded it in the first place, but uh, something about that song every night, it's like, you know, I, I, I get a lot of great stories, you know, from people, especially like people serve the military, so I, I dedicate that song every night to them. Yeah, well that leads me into my next question, what charities are fond to you that you participate in or do you have your own foundation or uh, I, 
did for years and years. It was called uh, First Steps. It was a school. I have a Down syndrome son. And uh, years ago, we, we did a bunch of concerts and golf tournaments and whatnot and raised money for them. And, uh, uh, and then, you know, subsequently, I, I don't really have my own particular foundation, but I, you know, I do a lot of things for various, you know, fun, you know, uh, St. Jude's is a big one. I've, I've just uh, done a couple of concerts in the last couple of years to raise money for St. Jude's Children Hospital, and uh, just just getting you know any anything I can help out with, I, you know that, that works out time wise, etc. We we do it, and, and then you know a lot of charity things are involved. So like the, you know the, the police, the, the environment kind of things, and uh, just like I say a bunch of different. Okay, I like to hear that. Um, what do you have for hobbies besides music? This is. Uh, well, let's see. I love to cook. That's, that's probably my my most fun thing I like to do. I like I like to play golf, although I didn't get to play much in the last year or so. But uh, uh, just through timing and whatnot, uh, golf, uh, cooking, uh, hanging out with my family. I, I don't, you know, I love to. I like to actually do. Believe this or not, uh, I like to do yard work. That's kind of fun to me. Okay. It's something tangible I can look back and say, look, I did that. Because most of the time what I, what I do is, you know, it kind of goes out into the air and I don't really see results from it. So it's kind of fun to look back on, you know, something I've mowed and, and I can look back and say, look at there. <laughs> well, well, with what you, what you love to cook, what what's your favorite thing to cook or what's your favorite meal? Eat. Oh gosh, man! I, you know what? I don't really have. I just I don't really have one. I, I like. I, I'm kind of an experimenter, so I I'll, I like. I, you know, I watch the the food channels on TV a lot, and I'll and I'll look at those, and I'll see something that looks interesting, and I'll kind of make my own version of it. You know, look up a recipe on Google or something, and alter it and do different things. But I, I love everything. I love to grill, to cook out. That's kind of fun. Yeah, that's fun to be have. You know, I say have friends and family over and do that kind of stuff. So, a little bit of everything, man. I, I don't right. really have a particular thing. Well, you're you're rare. Most people, when I ask them what their hobbies are, it's writing music, producing music, recording music. <laughs> <laughs> it's hard to get them to shift out of that out of that musician gear to what do you, what do you do outside of playing music? Yeah, well, I, I like to do that too. But uh, but uh, you know, as far as just hobbies and, and doing other things, well, you know, my wife and I. Uh, we like to go, uh, we call them our adventures. We go, you know, travel and do things. We just got back from Jamaica with some uh, couples that we go with. Uh, it's just kind of become an annual thing. And uh, so that's fun. Just go and do things and explore and see new stuff. That's kind of fun. Okay. Um, what's the awards that you've won? Oh, gosh. I've won or a Grammy. Uh, I've won uh, uh, a CMA award. I've won. Let's see what else. The humanity, but the one that meant the most to me was the Humanitarian of the Year Award. It's been several years now, but uh, the country radio uh, broadcasters uh, named me the, the Humanitarian of the Year, so that was really extra, extra special. So, yeah, you know, uh, I'm a member of the Oklahoma uh, Country Music Hall of Fame. That was quite a thrill. I got a deal recently from Oklahoma as well. As the uh, I got this Native Son Award, they call it, and uh, so you know stuff like that's pretty pretty gratifying. Um, you're also a member of the Grand Old Opry. Absolutely. What yes. what does that mean to you, or what did it mean to you when you got? Oh, it was. 
was it's one of my it's one of the highlights of my entire career. Absolutely, uh, it's it's just very cool for me. Uh, I'm very proud to say it. You know, I'm a member of the Opry, so uh, just just played there the other night and celebrated my my 20 gosh, what was it, 25th anniversary there, which is unbelievable. But yeah. Pretty cool. I'm, I'm running this down now. We're going to get to the uh, lightning round questions here, and you just answer with the first one that pops in your head. I'll give it a shot. Okay. Well, Chevy or Ford? Uh, Ford. Okay. Elvis or the Beatles? Uh, Elvis. Beer or wine? Beer. Picasso or Monet? <laughs> no idea. <laughs> no idea? Okay. Records or CDs? All right. I just like to put, I try to do mine a little different. <laughs> that's awesome, That's man. my goal. That. So <laughs> I I've, been a, I've been a great fan of yours for a long time, and uh, I love writing the stories. I get, you probably get told something on a story on every song that you've ever written. Pretty well, much, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's pretty, that's pretty incredible to me. I love that. Well, I thank you for taking the time. I keep talking. You're getting over being sick. I hope you get well soon. Oh, thanks. I'm, I'm, uh, I'm good to go. <laughs> now, gotta... uh, I have one more question for you. I saw a, a video of yours with Sammy Kershaw and Aaron Tiffin. Oh, Lord, yeah. <laughs> well, that's a pretty Thank good you. one. <laughs> uh, are, do you guys run around on a, when, you, when you have free time together, or was that just a musical promotion tour? Well, we did. We, did, we were doing this thing called the Roots and Boots Tour. For, we did it for like three or four years, and... Uh, and I think Sammy and Aaron are, are still doing it along with Colin Ray. But uh, yeah, we we did we did a little album and uh, you know did that video. Just we had fun together. But but you know uh, I mean Sammy lives in Louisiana and uh, Aaron lives over you know probably two hours from where I live. So we don't really see each other very often. Well, Joe, thank you very much for taking your time. I hope you and your wife both get to feeling better. Well, thank you, sir. I appreciate that. This is Alan Kiger. And I hope you've enjoyed the interview on Sights and Sounds. The music that frames this podcast is the original music of Paul Myrie.